0: now, Good evening and welcome to NUSC Matters with me, Steve Wraith. Uh, Liam Kennedy is joining us. I think he's just getting in uh, from a, a WhatsApp meeting uh, or, or, or some kind of broadcast elsewhere. Um, we have got a special guest tonight. We've got Al Waleed on from uh, Saudi Arabia. Good evening. How are you, mate?
1: Good evening. How are you, the lads?
0: Yeah, how are you, the lads? And uh, we've got Liam Kennedy yeah. there. He yeah. is better late than never. I think I was late. You were on time, Liam. Um, good morning, mate, how are you?
2: I'm all right. How are you doing, guys? Great, how are you, Liam? Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you, too.
0: Yeah, good stuff. As always, we're going to have plenty to talk about. Um, I think Al-Walid, I'd just like to come to you first just about the atmosphere at the moment in uh, Saudi Arabia. How, how's it? How's, how have you taken the news? Um, you know, that there's been a, a halt in proceedings. Um, actually, I need to mention this first. Go on. Uh,
1: when we heard the withdrawing shocking news, yeah. I wrote a tweet back then, yeah. which was, I was saying, does this mean Saudi Arabia could invest Newcastle with different buyers? Is it a movement to pressure the yeah. Premier League to make a decision? PIF paid 17 million to Mike Ashley, and it was non-refundable. We are waiting the reaction of the Premier League. That was my expectation back then. I understand uh, the fans were very angry for, uh, from the news. Even me and the fans in Saudi Arabia were very angry. Uh, because the first thing we wanted or expecting to hear after this loan was the approval of the takeover. That how, was how we, how we felt. Uh, I want to talk about uh, PAF. Uh, act- reason of this action, in my, pres- my perspective, PIF uh, been waiting and going along with all this stalling by Premier League in all matters, and what they get in return? More silence, more stalling, leaking of, arne- of unreasonable document to the opponent media, uh, which. Uh, 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 play with the fan feelings, with the stupid news just for clickbait. It's been 17 weeks, Steve. It's more than enough. Even exclusively deal of the takeover was over. Transfer window oh, been over th- since a week. Uh, nobody can blame PIF for this action. We found out also with the, uh, during this withdrawing some of top clubs, we all know, we all know uh, who are they, we're against the deal. Uh, I think they are, doesn't need another competitor for uh, Europe and Champions League seats. Uh, uh, actually, this is of Premier League, if letting these top clubs interfere with this with big decision like that, actually, sorry to say that, but Premier League, making themselves this big of letting outsider interfere in such a thing. This is, I think, the real, this is uh, explain of uh, if action. But for my side, uh, I think I find it something positive. All, w- all what happened, it's, it's positive. Why? First of thing, they end our frustration. They move the stagnant water. They unite, unite the great fan base into one direction. We saw, we saw now the, the petition reach uh, 74,000 74, By now, uh, we all see Tyler. I like to call him Tyler Hood. Actually, we saw him and uh, going uh, camping in front of, uh, of uh, Premier League headquarters. Uh, I think also today he went to the Parliament. Yeah. For, uh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, so I think Already, that's a positive.
0: Yeah. 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 But listen, I, I mean, it's it's great to have you on, and, and to have that Saudi perspective. Obviously, Liam Kennedy, you work for the Shields Gazette, and uh, you know our, our shows each week now. We've um, we've been building up nicely to what we thought would be a, an end game of a, a takeover, and uh, Newcastle looking ahead to, to the new season with a bit of optimism. Instead, what we had last week was what we feared but didn't expect, which was the takeover coming to an abrupt halt. And I'll say halt as opposed to an end, because what's happened subsequently in the last few days is there's been a, a you know a few statements raised and, and made by Amanda Stabley and PCP and Mia dad, uh, also from the Rubin brothers yesterday. Um, it doesn't look like it's over.
2: No, I think that's... I think there are positives to take from that. Um, obviously, we've seen the buyer and seller both come out and say that they're 100% committed to this deal. And, and as Newcastle fans, we haven't got a lot to cling on to now. So so if we can cling on to anything, it's got to be that, that the words they're saying um, are true and they do want to do this deal. It's amazing, really, that you have a buyer and a seller who want to sell the club. They want to exchange goods, but they're not being allowed to by a regulatory body. It's incredible, really, the situation we'll find ourselves in. I'll say they're not being allowed to. They just weren't being told whether they could or not. That was that, That's the worst thing about this, this endless delays and frustrations. I, I, I'm at loss to, to see why, why they would walk away, but I could see if this was a tactic, why they might. Um, if it's not a tactic, then I fear for the bid, we know there has to be some kind of movement, whether it be the Premier League or whether it be uh, PIF, And um, there has to be some kind of movement for this deal to go ahead I'm not sure exactly the detail of that movement, what it would have to be, but there would definitely have to be, somebody would have to give something, and I think that's where it's really important, you mentioned it there I'll really just, you talked about the uniting of the fan base um, and it really has been, and I think that's the most important thing about this, is that we're united by name and we've got to be united by nature we've got we've got to stick together because there's been too many factions over the years everyone's really got to get pushing in the right direction and and we might feel like as individuals we can't do a lot um for this process but if everybody sticks together there's a lot of uh, out there a lot of people who can say things can have influence and if we can all stick together you never know. It might just colour the narrative a little bit. We might be able to force a little bit of pressure, um, and I think it's really important. It's been really heartening, like you said, that the people have pulled together, um, and hopefully it continues to be that way. Because obviously nobody got the decision that we all wanted, but in the end we might. It might not be in its current form. It might not even be these current investors. But I, I've I've stuck by this since I've come on here. Steve, you vouch for that. That I genuinely believe are in the Mike Ashley endgame and, and I think his own words via Lee Charnley prove that
0: Yeah, James Brown is asking uh, if we think the petition will achieve What the fans hope it will um, Liam, I will come to you on that I mean, there there is two petitions up there One, of course, is on a, a site called change.org seen a few people criticising it because it asks for donations People are donating to it It's not particularly going to the cause There's no cause Yep. Um, it has got, as our leads already mentioned, over 70,000 signatures now, which is great. There is a parliamentary petition, which I believe has been set up already. And I, I think that's gaining momentum. Um, so do petitions do any good? Are they going to work? Are they going to help?
2: Of course they can. They, they show the power of... There is a movement at the moment. There is a a push in a direction that people really want some kind of transparency from the Premier League. I think that's the the reason why everybody feels so helpless, is that this decision, well, the decision hasn't been taken, but it almost feels like it has behind everybody's backs. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with um, protecting confidential information and that kind of thing. But treat us all like adults. Tell us why you've come to this point and why you couldn't pass it, if that's the case. Or just pass it if you can you've got to come to a decision you can't just the worst possible thing anybody can do in any situation is just not make a decision at all they've got to make a decision whether it's a yes or no and i think i think petitions can help uh, push that from a number of different angles and and i'm i'm with you on that one i, I think it, it took you no time at all to sign the change one i don't see why anybody can't go out there and sign the parliamentary one as well i've signed i've signed the change one and i'll sign the parliamentary one as well i did i wasn't even sure that somebody had set it up but I'm all for that, and I would, I would back anybody out there go and do the same because you, you can't, it can't um, be detrimental to to the the cause. It can only help, um, and it might not make much of a difference, but at least it feels like you're doing something. Um, and I think taking control in any situation can only be a good thing.
0: Please give the video a like and a share. Stick the thumbs up and uh, click it just so we can uh, help grow the channel, guys. Please, Al Waleed you've seen the petition. You mentioned it. Um, were you surprised how quickly that's grown? Um, actually, yeah, the number is, is actually very huge, and we're expecting
1: more. And uh, at the end of the show, also, I have a message, if you allow me later, to, for uh, Saudi Arabia and Arabic to... No to, uh, Thanks. To make them... Uh, يعني, understand this is important for Newcastle, why it's important for, uh, for PIF. Uh, actually this number show how much ah uh, you know, how much really need an answer I mean, we need an answer and show how how people are really frustrated from from uh, waiting this long
2: I'll believe, yeah. can I will ask, ask you a question sure yeah it was just We hear a lot about from the Newcastle perspective about how important it would have been for Newcastle United fans, for the club, for the city. But um, as a country, how important would it have been for Saudi Arabia to get the go-ahead? Um, because I know, obviously, MBS is very popular with the young population, and I'm led to believe that he kind of wanted um, he wanted to show his young population that he understands them. And Premier League football is one way one way to do that because it's loved in the in the, the country. Is that kind of the narrative from Saudi Arabia? Is that something that uh, that you think was the reason why they wanted to do this?
1: Uh, can you best- the beginning? Uh, it wasn't clear. Can you make the
2: uh, question? Sure. So, yeah, just how important, how important do you yeah. think is Saudi Arabia, this bit? How, how important, how much would it mean to the people of Saudi Arabia if this went
1: through? Ah, see, actually, uh, as I mentioned before, uh, last episode with Steve, uh, Saudi Arabia, they are a huge fan of Premier League. We are, really, we are really, we are like you, very interesting in Premier League. We support the teams, like it's actually we are from there, from the city of these clubs. As I, as I make a confession last time, no need to say it again. Uh, we support Premier League teams uh, very much. We have communities, we have association internally between our among our society. We really care about this um, uh, Premier League, Champions League. So uh, we hope it, the idea of having a club in the Premier League at first place, it was very interesting to the the sport fan regard regardless the, the investment the economic things the plans they are uh, they will uh, start to uh, development the sport uh, worldwide
0: yeah good stuff you got the answer you wanted there uh, Liam I think it's a very yeah. important deal to uh, to Saudi Arabia just as it is to to Newcastle United fans and uh, still hope that it's going to go through we have got plenty of questions coming in uh Sean Foreman, evening guys. As we're all aware, Matty Longstaff's contract ran out on Saturday. Do you think there's any possibility he could sign a new contract at the club or he will move on to a new club? Liam, I'll put that to you. Uh any any updates on Matty? Uh
2: it's still a, a very tender situation. I wish I could give more detail than that, but um I'm led to believe that there still hasn't been a decision taken from the player on what his next move might be. Um fingers crossed I hope it's Newcastle United, because I think it'd be a an amazing talent to lose. Um, he's a young lad with his whole career ahead of him. He bleeds black and white. He loves the club. would be a real shame to see him pull on a shirt of another club. And we've seen that all too many times before with that player. So, fingers crossed it doesn't come to that. But I think there was a lot of a weight on for the uh, takeover to see whether it went ahead or didn't. Obviously, there's been no clarification on that as things stand. So, he's going to have to make a decision, really, on whether he wants to be part of Mike Ashley's Newcastle United, not, not the Newcastle United we all dream of.
0: Next question again for you, Liam, Emmett Griffin. And Evening, guys. Do you think uh, St Maximin will be a Newcastle player by the end of the transfer window or will the takeover have an influence on stayings or goings? So, And he also says, hashtag the Premier League are hide-and-seek champions. Yes, Tyler found that out at the Premier League. Uh, Emmett Griffin's question then. ASM, is he going to stay or is he going to go?
2: Obviously, I, I don't want to be held to this, just in case he does it. No, no. Uh, just We've all known what, what's happened before previous transfer was, but I would suspect he probably will be part of Newcastle squad next season.
0: Yeah, I would agree as well. So I'll put my neck on the line. I agree. <laughs> Jordy says, uh, Hello, do you think that the Saudi takeover does not go through? Amanda Stabley and the Rubin family would be interested in working with a group, for example, Newcastle United Supporters Trust and having shares in the club? Well, actually, um, I've just come off uh, a Zoom call with the Newcastle United Supporters Trust and other supporters groups. Uh, There's been a big call for unity on social media. Most people will have seen that. Um, And obviously I was invited into the Zoom chat. I'll let the trust, of course, come out with uh, the results of that meeting. I think it was quite positive. I decided not to comment at the meeting because enough people have heard enough from me over the years. It's nice to hear other voices and, um, yeah, I think it was it was interesting to hear people. It was a typical you know meeting of of, of different supporters groups. everyone has different opinions. um but you know, th- I'm sure there will be minutes available from that in due course, possibly as early as tonight. um you know, I think the call for unity is right. I think supporters should be you know should be standing side by side. um I still feel that um, there, there's a few things which can be addressed differently, but Let's see what happens. It's early days. Um, petition is growing and I think there's a lot of things which uh, were said in that group which can be done quite quickly. So, let's see what happens. It's good to see the supporters, you know, supporters groups working together. Um, of course, I'm not a supporters group really. I'm, I'm somebody who has been in many of these groups over the years. Magpie group. Uh, I've been on the board of the NUST. I've obviously worked for the club. So, I've had a foot in a lot of these different camps. Uh uh, you know i am supporting it i will push it and i will i will help you know you know the cause as best i can but uh yeah we we'll, we'll, we'll see how it all progresses i think we really need to work out where we need to be directing our anger to that's what i would say and where we need to be directing our frustrations to and i think that's that's a key and uh, you know i do feel mike ashley holds the key to this deal and that has been reported on social media amongst people i think mike ashley's the key I think he needs to push this through with the Premier League. He is the seller. Uh, as we know, the potential buyers have walked away. I do feel that uh, you know, Mike Ashley might, might actually uh, ironically be the, you know, the friend that we need in this relationship to get this through. But uh, let's see how it all progresses. Uh, Goth Mugs Pajamas. Uh, any idea why Michael Chopra tweeted what he did? Surely he wouldn't do it for kicks. He knows the state we are in. Uh, yeah, Michael, he will have to explain that himself when he comes on the show. Um, Michael has, has had contact with other people in the past, whether it's a new deal on the table, whether he had some uh, advice off anybody, who knows? I'm sure Michael will be back on the show to explain that. Uh, Dan uh, says, Evening lads, do you think the petition and Stevie and Ruben Brothers' comments will make a difference? What do you make of Simon Jordan's comments and him mentioning you, Steve? Uh, it was nice to hear Simon Jordan mention me. That's, yeah, you know, and I did listen to the, the show live. I uh, didn't expect him to say anything like that, but he was he was he was quite complimentary of Newcastle fans, quite uh, quite disparaging about the Premier League, and essentially, um, I just think in the ten minute segment or whatever it was, I think he pretty much got it spot on. So, you know, you know, he, he was more or less saying that it's a prevention of trade, which is the angle that uh, you know Mike Ashley and P C P, who are facilitating the deal, should go down. Um, and that really, and I saw a tweet from a supporter whose name I can't remember today, he did quite an in-depth uh, tweet saying pretty much the same thing. And I believe, you know, you, you, know, you probably understand this, but it's a prevention of trade. So what, what these people were essentially trying to say was, there is nothing stopping Mike Ashley selling his shares of Newcastle United to PIF PCP and the Rubens, that deal could go through. Then what you would need what you would need to happen is PIF and PCP and the Ruben brothers would then contact the Premier League and say, the deal's done. We're happy to work with you and, and you know work work out you know the strategy and how we move forward. And that could be interesting if, if that goes, but that would require that would require guts and it would require what we call in England balls. Um, you would have to get the buyer to do that. Now, the one thing we do know the PIF have is a lot of money. And one thing I think we know from, you know, looking at reports about your leader, uh, MBS, the Prince, he's he's a very strong man and a very determined man. So maybe that that message could get across to PIF um, and the deal could be completed. The Premier League, I don't think, would be able to stop it. Um, So then, you know, the Premier League would have to work with PIF and the club uh, as it would be then to you know to work out any differences, so it could be interesting times that 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 might well happen. I believe.
1: Um, I think the the message being delivered yesterday with Robin Brothers, the statement for, from the Sky of the Sky Sports. Yes, I think I, I believe this uh, this message uh, represents PCP, also PIF. Uh, Premier League must to make a step forward for PIF so they can the deal can be revived now no 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 any the quest, the, the really question is when the Premier League will make a comment at least mm. We've
2: been went a long time for that Albany. been asking them week after week day after day it's just a wall of silence. I've, I've been calling it the cloak of confidentiality. I genuinely think they're just hiding behind this, and it's starting to really wear thin. Um, you don't hide behind. I'm not going to make aspersions here, but the only type of people who hide behind things like this is people who've got something to hide, and I think that's what it's grown. This this silence and confidentiality has grown that feeling among the Newcastle United fan base that if you've got nothing to hide, then just tell them what decision you've come to or or what point you got to. I don't exactly. think. That was-
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, exactly.
1: They can't, they, they can't. Yeah, go on, Alwaleed. No, go on. Uh, uh, they can't hide forever. <laughs> they can't hide forever. They must say something.
2: So well, 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 anyway, I, I, we need them to say something. We need some clarity, definitely. And I, I just want to go back to a point you mentioned before, Stephen. You said about the uh, Mike Ashley holding the, the all the cards, really, in a, in a legal sense. We've got to remember... Oh, Liam, we lost you
0: there. You've lost you in mid-flow. So we might have to come back to him. He's probably got a phone call. This is what happens, I think, when you use your mobile phone. Sometimes it takes Ah. uh, takes a phone call and it can knock you out in mid-flow. So we will get Liam back. Uh, Bear with us. We'll bring him back when he gets his his issues sorted. Uh, Terry Atkinson asks a question. Have we heard anything at all from PIF that they are willing to re-engage? Are they waiting for positive soundings from the Premier League? Um, I know Liam will have an answer to the fact that the, the press in this country have had discussions with the with PIF representatives. I think once PIF announced that they were going to withdraw from the deal, I think there was a, a, a somebody who does the public relations, the PR for PIF, actually had a, an online Zoom conference with journalists and explained their position. Um, you know, has there been anything like that in Saudi Arabia?
1: Um, that I'm aware of
0: actually. Okay, there has been in England though, and, and when we get Liam back on, I'm sure he will be able to tell us a little bit about that. Um, Fordy says Premier are not talking because they know they've messed up, which is fair enough. Les has said if the Saudis are going to come back to the table, what or will they do differently? Because the Premier League won't budge. I don't think it's a case of doing anything differently, is it? Um, I think there's been unnecessary pressure from different quarters, al Walid, shall we say. There's been different pressure being put on this, and that's what's caused the hold-up. I don't believe PIF have done anything wrong.
1: Um, actually, the Premier League now, they are cornered. Cornered. They have to say something, they have to do something, they have to make anything. That's why we are doing the petition. And uh, hopefully the, the other petition of the Parliament, I think, will start, as I understand been agreed on. Uh, now you know, uh, they are partners. Robin and PCB, PIF they are partners. So I think you know, we we what we got yesterday from Robin brother, you know, I, I think it's encouraging and positive thing to hear. Uh, especially the plans I heard uh, about how they were gonna develop the city in uh, uh, in economics and the sport. The plan they have for
0: the club, yeah. Ah, welcome, he's back. back. Yeah, Terry, I Terry, I Terry, did you get a phone call, Liam?
2: Uh, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> I think I it, do you know the wind seems to have got up here. I think it must be the, it must be the internet. I don't know what's going on at the minute. It keeps dropping in and out, so I'm not popping oh, out for the chops yeah. or anything when I'm keep, keep popping in, but. uh
0: <laughs> it's all right. it's all right. I thought I thought it was people trying to, uh, you know, these these people who are working for these bizarre other countries that don't want to see this deal go through. I thought they were attacking your your system. Uh, you Terry, it
2: off the camera there. That, that's why they cut
0: it off. <laughs> Terry, Terry, Terry Atkinson's question. I answered it for you because um, I put that up for you. And um, you know, PIF did have a Zoom call, didn't it, With with everybody. I think with 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 selected journalists. Once the once it was announced that PIF were pulling out, can you just clarify that?
2: Yes, yes, there was a there was a PIF briefing which was done um, on the night or the day after the news came out, um, just shaping what their feelings were on the decision. Um, but it was very much um, as has been reported. There wasn't anything uh, controversial from that. They they genuinely pulled out because this wasn't a, a stunt, um, which people may see as this was something that they just couldn't. They couldn't see a way forward and they're really frustrated with so yeah that they, they outlined plans etc as to what might what might have happened or may well still happen if we're still keeping that light on um but yes there was a meeting there was a briefing and um, so all angles have been covered here really everybody's spoken on and off the record uh with regards this um and and as we know there is a there is a willing there is a want to do this deal but as i said before I think either PIF or the Premier League are going to have to do it a fair bit of moving here. Um, but I think it's in, within our power, within Mike Ashley's power, as I was getting at it before, to to really push the Premier League into, into making, at least making a decision, even if it's not the decision we all want. I think everybody's at least owed a decision on this.
0: Al-Walid, was it a surprise to see Liverpool and Tottenham as the two teams, or two named teams, uh, who objected to this takeover? Was it a surprise? For me, no, because
1: uh, Liverpool they doesn't want to wait another thirty years to make uh, the league, and uh, Tottenham I think they have no silverware in the 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 club I think, so uh, and they doesn't want to fight on the Premier League uh, sorry the Champions League and Europe League uh, seat, also, but uh, as I said this is very very uh, very interfering. interfering with the Premier League and this shouldn't happen at all, unprofessional yeah,
2: Of course it um, the Premier League should be there to serve all 20 of its uh, of its stakeholders, not just a select six or seven who it may pick and choose who to, who to serve it should serve every single one of them clubs it shouldn't be top versus bottom, it shouldn't be top six versus the rest, it should be everybody on a level playing field and I think that's what everybody wants to see from them Yeah, I would yeah. would agree and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw
1: on, I, a, 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 I saw the video of Tyler. They were he was feeding the the office in Bremen. Link. There is photo of Liverpool and Tottenham players <laughs> on the wall. He commented, <laughs> "Yeah, did you see it?" I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He said, "Why no? There is no Newcastle uh, players up there in the wall." And it's uh, so. This is it's Looks like uh, confirming what we hear, what we hearing, what we heard.
2: <laughs> More conspiracies. Well,
0: like. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of them Doug Hall says Barclays are the common denominator With the guitar bailout Stableys court battle Premier League main sponsor And Bank, also Gary Hoffman Is a former Barclays chairman He's now the chairman of the Premier League Why isn't this front page news? Doug's made a great point
2: there Liam There is that connection obviously But um, connecting those talks, um In a legal sense can be very, very Troublesome it's not something I'll be honest. It's not something I'll try to do. Um, there's been a lot of things sent my way from. Honestly, there's, there's inspector clues all over the place out there in the castinated farm base that are absolutely brilliant. I've been sent so many leads in the last seven days. It's been unbelievable. Chasing every single one of them and every single angle and make sure it's, it's legally watertight before you put that pen to paper is is really difficult in a lot of senses. Um, it could be a lot it could take a long time to get this sorted but maybe that will come out and i think um as we say we can only keep putting pressure on and hopefully we'll we'll get um get some kind of pressure and decision for the premier league whether that's to do with corruption collusion anything any anything hopefully we'll get some kind of answers especially but we do need we do need a governmental uh independent review of of the decision making process because um the it, they're a massive organisation, the Premier League It's one of the biggest exports this country has Around the world And for there to be no scrutiny of a decision That could have a big impact Not just on one of the cities in this country But also on the product that's sent around the world Is, is incredible, there should be a little bit more Transparency
0: Ethan asks a question for you al waleed it would be lovely to see Saudi Arabian Supporters join the Newcastle community At St James's Park He says, how many Saudis do you think would visit the club If the takeover happens?
1: Uh, I believe it's going to be in thousands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm we will need before,
2: a
0: bigger ground.
2: I'm looking forward to seeing the yachts on the tine. I can't wait for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I believe there is a thousand of them because, as I said, we are a fan of the Premier League. And overall, how we if imagine if we really have a club there, we all be supportive. Uh, we have thirty million, I think. Uh, care about this
0: yeah lots of people going on about the protests that have been mentioned uh got to be honest we're in the middle of a pandemic uh worldwide um you know a mass march might be something you can do once you know social distancing is lifted but we've seen the results already of various marches and you know big volumes of people getting together and you know, the, the you know, the, until is until there's some kind of answer to what's going on w- within the, the country and the world, um, I, I wouldn't think you'll get many people wanting to endorse marches on the Premier League. So that would be my answer to that. Um, also, Rafa Benitez, uh, he says, uh, how many people do you think will sign the petition? It'll be an incredible message if it goes over 100,000. I think it will, and I'm pretty sure the uh, the guys do too. And I did see a point there, yeah, Emmett Griffith. Griffin, he says, it was great to see some former players get behind the petition. Uh, Rob Lee, Robbie Elliott, to name a couple. Yeah, it is important, Liam, I suppose, to, to fans to see that ex-players are you know, back in this campaign.
2: Yeah, it's difficult for some because they've got their contracts. They, they, they get work still from um, parties who have got interests in this. Um, so it's a difficult one for them. They might still even, some of them, uh, do talkings with a club and, and pre-match stuff and things like that. So... Nobody's going to um, burn their own bridges, but it, it was really heartening, I thought, this week to see a couple of the old lads come out and really sort of put, put some backing behind it because that gives it weight. We need everybody who's got any association with Newcastle United, if it's within their power, to really pull in the same direction. And hopefully they're only the first and few players because we want to see lots of that. We want to see this as a real movement. Um, and we're talking what the website that it's on is change.org. That's, that, that is a website that wants to invoke change in things. and That's what we want. We want our football club to change. We want our city to change. And we feel like there's somebody blocking that.
0: Yeah. Um, question coming in thick and fast. Rich Story says, What's your thoughts on the Premier League representatives selecting members for committee to choose a new chief executive only for the candidate to then have an informal meeting with Man United and Liverpool? I mean, corrupt a word that's getting thrown around. Quite a lot online. Um, I'm not using the word corrupt. I've got to be honest because it's you know you've you've got to be very you've got to be very certain of your facts. However, you know, let's just say the evidence is building, isn't it?
2: Well, let's. uh, I think this comes from a New York Times article, if I'm right in saying, um, where there was some. It was actually written by one or two um, names who've been actually uh, quite critical of this whole process with regards to the Cassini takeover. But I think you have got to be careful. Um, but if if that information is correct, that's quite amazing that the Premier League could choose a, a chief executive, for example, and then the final okay comes from probably the most two powerful clubs in there. That that shouldn't happen. This should, like I said before, there are twenty stakeholders in the Premier League, and I don't care whether you're Bournemouth, Aston Villa, I don't care whether you're Man United, Arsenal, whatever. Everybody should be the same. Newcastle United should you get your United's decision uh, decision making should be exactly the same. As uh, whoever else may well be in there is a Manchester United, is a Manchester City. There shouldn't be any difference. It should all carry the same weight. And I find that I find if that to be true. I don't know if it is true. I'm not going to say it is. But if that's the case, where where the final nod comes down to two clubs who can effectively veto any decision taken at Premier League level, is is unbelievably corrupt. Should that be the case? But they're a private organisation. I suppose in some ways you could say they can do what they want. But it's, not, it's never been painted like that. It's never been painted as the top against the bottom. And that's that's what that kind of story suggests, that, that the teams at the top are dictating everybody else that, OK, uh, you can play football with, with us, but it's our ball. We'll decide when, when we go home, you know what I mean? And it's not right. That's not the way you play. That's not a fair game.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, um, Ryan Fraser, I can't remember who asked the question, came up there before. Any updates on Ryan Fraser or any updates on any incomings you can share with us?
2: <clears throat> no, I'm unfortunately not. It's a. it's gonna be a tight summer. I know the kind of players that are looking at. Um I've seen some players on certain lists. Um yeah. I, I think Ryan Fraser was very high on that list. He's a player that was interested in Rafa Benitez back in January 2019, and he's somebody who's never really gone off the Scouting Network's radar. Um they've been looking at him all the way through. I think it was actually expected um if Benitez had stayed on, I think they would have made a permanent move. Um, last summer, but I think a lot of the um, a lot of the change, a lot of the, the state of flux that the club found itself in with um, the change at, at the top, meant that move never materialised. Even though the player kind of expected something was come, I'm not sure whether he would have been he would have done it because I think he was quite set in his ways on on um, staying at Bournemouth for the, the final year of his contract. So you get this move that he sees as his almost his his chance of a big move. But I think there's some some suggestions that. Um, Arsenal and Tottenham had been in his ear a little bit um, towards the end of his contract at Bournemouth. Um, and Newcastle, I believe, did offer him a, a pre-contract agreement, which you can do a month before the end of the season. Um, but he he didn't he didn't accept that. But I think, like I say, I think that was more the fact that he thought his top six move might have been on. Now that hasn't materialized. So we're now talking in the realms of Newcastle fighting out with Crystal Palace, West Ham. A couple of those. So I think it's gonna be a tight it's gonna be a tight fight. I mean, my concern just as a put on a this isn't from information, but seeing yeah. you're going in a straight up fight of Mike Ashley's Newcastle against West Ham for Orion Fraser, West Ham will blow Newcastle out of the water for, for wages. They, they just will. It shouldn't happen and it wouldn't happen normally, but it will happen um in this current situation. Um, so that would be my fear. Um and then if the player I know he's from Scotland, he's from Aberdeen. Um, but if you want it, you don't know, you might quite like it down south, and that will be when a Crystal Palace may well come into play. It's not a bigger club, of course, and a, and a big move, but it's, it's a decent move from Bournemouth, to be honest. Um, there's a fair difference in size between those clubs, so they will be the only caveats I would say to this, that that he had his head turned and he wasn't sure about any castle move, even though he knew of the interest. Um, and now, what does he fancy? Does he fancy going to a to a London club or does he fancy the, and the money or, or does he fancy a crack at Newcastle United and and that, that's up to the player really um, but he is a player that Steve Bruce likes and he is a player that, um, that's definitely been on the radar for quite some time
0: Great stuff Gary Stranick says could the Ruben brothers buy 100% of the club then PIF come in at a later date my understanding is that not, that isn't something that they would want to do um, they want the deal to be the way that they've proposed it so we'll wait and see Fungo Freddy makes a, you know, makes a valid point. We don't really want to get drawn into this whole uh, situation about Black Lives Matter, but essentially yes, marches, like I said before, people gathering at the beach at Brighton, Bournemouth, you know, all of these things are, you know, to be honest, they're completely irresponsible when there's a pandemic and, you know, you can put a mask on, etc, but when there's thousands of people all grouped together, we're, we're still not certain about this, you know, this this pandemic and this COVID and, and how it spreads and Unfortunately, we're not going to learn you know, whether these have been huge mistakes until maybe it's a little bit later in the year when we're led to believe that the weather will change and things will get worse. So, you know, I agree and I disagree. I'm all for having a march and, and stuff. But at the moment, you know, you're not supposed to be doing things like that. Jonathan Ward says, Steve, are you surprised Richard Keyes hasn't come out and made a comment since last Thursday? Surely he would be the first to gloat or at least come out and say anything. My 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 idea on that, Liam, is he's on holiday with uh, Richard Masters. Maybe Richards go away on holiday at the same time, put that cottony <laughs> towel around the pool.
2: Yeah,
0: how will he? Wouldn't it be ironic if they were in Saudi Arabia for a holiday? <laughs>
1: uh, actually, I'm wondering. Uh, I mean, Mike Ashley doesn't. What he I any mean, Premier League does, didn't speak to Mike Ashley. Tell him what the reason of this holding.
0: The... Not our under not our understanding. I know Liam's made some, you know, made some inquiries, but what happens with Mike Ashley, Alba is is quite simple and Liam will back me up. We we ask questions, we don't get any answers. Liam, is that yeah. right? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's, it's we're a He really has been since the day, day that he came to the football club. Um so, yeah, it's a difficult one. I do believe that he was uh, he was informed that things were going in the right direction quite early on in the process, but then was very much in the dark, um, as everyone else found themselves, to be honest. And I think for him, that's been as equally as frustrating as anybody. And like you said earlier, uh, Steve, um, it's amazing to think after 13 years of Mike Ashley at Newcastle United that he would be on the path of least resistance. We really thought he would be the one... Putting spanners in the works left, right, and centre, but it, it just that hasn't been the case as much as everyone. Even when this broke down, wanted to blame him. Oh, he moved the goalposts or whatever. That wasn't really he did, but it wasn't it wasn't really a spanner in the works for anybody. Um, but only time will tell. Hopefully, he is he is an angry man at the moment. He, d- he wanted this deal to go through, and fingers crossed, he's he's angry enough to to just spend that little bit more on his legal teams and getting them really ramping up the pressure behind the scenes.
0: Fingers crossed. Uh, do you think guys will hear a decision this week? I think the answer is no to that. Um, I don't expect anything else this week at all. Um, Colin Wilson, Woodant, and Deck have contract obligations. You know, a lot of this comes down to politics, and I don't think they'll be allowed to to, to comment. Uh, Jason just agrees with us. Marches right now aren't a good idea. Barry's asking a, a football-related question. He says, "Who do you want to win the playoff final tonight, Liam?"
2: I was hoping for like I was hoping for a, a little more of a redressing of the balance for a northern side to be to be up, but no, it's not going to happen, is it? For us? so, um, Fulham. Fulham's probably a better away trip, but I would say quite like. Fulham yeah. New-
0: yeah. al believe is an adopted Jordy says Emmett. So you're, you're definitely making a big. You're making a big impression on Newcastle fans. al <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for this. Thanks. Yeah, Mark Sargent says, would you take Wilson and sacrifice Gale in the process, Liam?
2: Yes, 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 yes. I really, really uh, like Cameron Wilson, um, but I would suggest he's going to gonna go to Tottenham, I would say. Yeah. Uh, do you mean
1: Wilson from Bournemouth? Yes. What about you, uh, would
2: you No, take for
0: him? me, I, uh,
1: no, I, of course i take him, but uh, for me, I, I like Gail
0: more. Okay. I told about opinions. Yeah. The, the, only, the only thing that would put me off Wilson is his injury record. Uh, but then Gale's hasn't been too clever either. Uh, but, you know, it's it's an interesting one. You know, I, I, it depends whether Gail really wants to be at the club. Dave Elder says, Newcastle City Council are the latest, latest to send a letter to Richard Masters asking for clarity. Keep the pressure on, lads. Keep the faith. Uh, Rafa Benitez's God says, where's Wally? I mean, Maurice. Uh, Eddie Garnett says, Henry Maurice, where? What is he? Uh, yeah, I mean, have have you heard about this new this new mysterious bidder? Our lead Henry Morris has has news of him. Yeah, Got, actually. Yeah. Uh, since the beginning, we hear the
1: name. I try to look forward. Nobody know anything about him. Just some journalists. I don't know. They just. Uh, I don't know. Even they are uh, saying uh, not uh, unreasonable uh, uh, comment. Usually uh, now with every move from BCB or. Uh, or the Saudi led, we hear about it, but Henry Morris just the news in the paper, no, uh, nothing in the media about him. I think he's just imaginary uh, character, Yeah, yani. I don't think he's exists. Yeah, nobody he's, he's, there is. I think I think there is no one name is Henry Morris.
0: <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely, he's sitting around the pool in Saudi Arabia in fifty degrees with the two Richards. I think uh, David Spilett says some. The Sun newspaper, it's not a paper many of us read um, at all, to be fair. David Spillett says, Sun reporting the PIF are moving on AC Milan. Is this true? Now, we've seen a few stories in the English newspapers, I believe, about um, other options for PIF. Um, So, Milan is the latest... Um, the other one was Olympic Marseille in France. That was another one that was mentioned. Are you seeing anything reported about these potential bids? Um, actually, I just read uh, some news, yeah,
1: like not from big, uh, from big news or trusted uh, uh, media, uh, and this come just only after the withdrawal the news. So yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, as we said. In the, uh, now the PIF make to uh, uh, make no choice for Premier League. I think the you know, the message is clear. Premier League, no more excuse. Make a decision. If, right. Okay. If they make a decision now, now this, this is what you expect. A decision. If the decision yeah. is no, I think of course, yeah. What 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 the. Uh, they make uh, to pay PIF no choice for to to go to another league, unfortunately.
2: Okay, How hard is that to say really, when you, if you manage, if you did see PIF go elsewhere and really splash the cash, but it would be pretty sore, and the Castling United fans have waited so long for a little bit of hope. But I will say about the Marseille one, I do, I'm, I'm led to believe that that's not a PIF uh, investment. It's it's a private investment, uh, more along the lines of the Sheffield United type thing. And I'm not sure about uh, AC Milan, to be honest, but it is a name that I've seen come up recently. And that could well be the same. That could be a very similar sort of um, private investment from from possibly a minor royal in some ways. But I think only time will tell on that. Um, but I, th- <laughs> I, think, I think we all know they wanted Newcastle United. They'd, they'd uh, been convinced by, by the uh, PCP and Amanda Stavely and other uh, brokers that this was the club for them and and I think I think they'll be as disappointed as anybody. I know they're the ones who pulled out, but they'll be they'll be disappointed. They'll feel like they've they've lost in some ways if this is the end, and um, they'll feel like they've been betrayed by by reputable governing bodies who've been influenced potentially by by outside influences. And, and I think there will be a lot of um, disappointment. It will be interesting to know whether. It would uh but the, the fingers would be burnt as well whether they'd, they'd think again about potentially investing in a football club and um, because this has sort of dragged their name through the mud in some senses and so in others it's had their name right at the front and center of newspapers and that's probably been a good thing and um, but it would be interesting. I'm not sure whether they would jump straight in, um, say, with an AC Milan, if that was a PIF investment. Or even, I've seen some people online saying, oh, they'll go and buy Man United. Well, no, I, I genuinely don't believe that will be the case. Uh, PIF are looking for, um, they mentioned it in their statement, it hasn't turned out to be the exact justification for the pull-out, but they want investments. Um, Man United isn't much, much of an investment when it costs you 3 to five billion to... And then, obviously, the, you've got to grow it on top of that. And Newcastle United's £300 million, could grow to a billion-pound business within three or four years. And I think that was the, the real appeal of Newcastle United.
0: Yeah. Uh, last 15 minutes, guys. Uh, if you're watching as well, please just hit the thumbs up, give it a like, please give it a share. And if you're a new visitor to the channel, please subscribe. We'll do a show each night uh, at the moment uh, with different guests each night. And uh, tonight, obviously, you got Liam on from the Shields Gazette and Al Waleed. Live from Saudi Arabia, Wilfred asks you a question, Liam. Uh, do you think Mike Ashley's happy just to take the 17 million deposit and forget about the takeover now?
2: Again, that's that's like a that would have fit with a narrative that we felt about him before this process, but that isn't the case. He, he genuinely wanted this club gone. He didn't want to be sitting here in August still owning Newcastle United. He didn't want to be sitting there in June. He didn't want to be sitting there in May owning the football club. He thought it would be done by April the 30th, as did many other people. Um, it wasn't, of course, and he, and he just has to get on with it. But he doesn't want to own Newcastle United any more now than we want him to own it. He wants gone as we want him gone.
0: Jason Carter asks a question. I've seen this bandied around a few places. The FA are the governing body of football nationally. Could they get involved or at least push the Premier League into a response or explanation into the delay?
2: Well, they are... They are totally independent bodies, so I'm not sure on uh, the exact lines of legality there. But I mean, I mean, if, if people want to pressure down that avenue, I don't see how that could, again can do any kind of um, any kind of damage to this bid. Um, I think any any action is good action at this stage because we've got to take control. We've been we've been forgotten. We've been left uh, cast aside. Um, nobody's been given any information. Um, there's been no clarity. And I think if we can all do our own little bit, then it really can make a difference. I genuinely do. It might be the smallest, the smallest percentage, but in these deals, the smallest percentages can be the biggest. So that's let's just do our best and try and get this over the line. Yes, you can't you can't force the Premier League, but we can we can make it a little bit uncomfortable for them.
0: Uh, Raymond's asking if the Premier League has to give an outcome. It you know, the ombudsman, the financial ombudsman I know has been contacted by the NUST, so I think we will get something from them, but I don't expect it to be much. Um, We asked if we would forgive Mike Ashley if he tried hard to sell to them. Uh, Look, a bit difficult to forgive Mike Ashley for everything he's done, but I think we'd be delighted if he did get involved. Uh, We've we've covered Pat Ritchie's uh, letter at the start of the show. Um, That's obviously the running total. People keep sending us the running total of uh, the petition, nearly up to 75,000, which is uh, fantastic. Fungo Freddy, do you think PIF will have players on standby to come in and sign straight away? Or do you think they'll start to- uh, talking players once they get control of Newcastle? There was some um, some players mentioned in-, in some of the press reports, wasn't there, Liam?
2: Yeah, there was. Uh, oh, I- I'm wondering. I've written a story for the morning. I'm going to spoil it. I don't care. Let's have an exclusive on here. Yes, there was. Yes, there was a list. Um, there was the scout in teams at Newcastle United were given a specific list. Um, and this is something they've been working on and they were working on up until um, only a couple of days before the actual pull out of the deal um, it came as a surprise to them as much as it did anywhere. Anyone else? I'm not sure what uh, from where the list came from, whether it was given to them by owners in waiting. I'm not so sure. I don't think that would be the case. I suspect it was more the scouting team working on the idea that we need to cover all bases because this decision is coming and it's coming fast. Um, when they came off furlough, they thought that would be the case very, very quickly. As we all know, it hasn't turned out to be the case. But there was there was um, two or three very, very distinct lists um, working in totally different uh, levels. Um, and unfortunately for us, we're kind of working on the bottom two lists, not the top one.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. John Waters is asking if the consortium could take this to uh, to CAS in the same way as Man City did regarding the Champions League ban. I'm not sure that's something they can do. I'm not. I'm not quite clued up on that kind of stuff I've got to be honest uh, Jason says, I wouldn't be surprised if Ashley's lost more than £17 from his retail empire during the COVID outbreak I think he needs to lose the club to keep his empire afloat, yeah I mentioned this um, just in a conversation with Liam uh, a couple of days ago, brinkmanship um, and, and I'm sure Mike Ashley's been doing a little bit of that with his, with his retail business, I think you're probably right uh, Andy Mona Prime says, "Alberty, do you think the Geordies will like Capsa
1: of course, uh, yeah. I think she 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 tried, of course. <laughs> what Do you know what it is? You know it is, what is it? No. No. What is it It's a it's a tradition. Uh, tradition food. Come from uh, uh, rice. Special way of cooking rice and chicken, or uh, or rice with beef. It's very delicious.
0: Well, if it's got rice yeah. and chicken, as long as I can put some chilies in it, and that's not offensive of course, to the Saudi um, Arabians, no, no, a, I, lot, I, a lot, le- lot
1: of. Uh, I'm not a co- I'm not a chef, but uh, they put a lot of uh, spices, of course. Yeah, they have a special yeah. way to cook it. Yeah.
0: Okay, and would I be permitted in Saudi Arabia to have a glass of wine with that? Because sometimes I like a glass of wine with with, with that kind of meal. Is that okay? Uh, here, here, <laughs> yeah. Would I be
1: allowed? to? Actually, we have, we have, and. Uh, we have an uh, un-
0: alcoholic, uh, un- alcoholic beer. <laughs> well, that's okay then. As long as we can have something like that. As long as, long as I'll have something like it. Andy <laughs> says, great joke. Keep up the fight. Uh, chicken Oriental. He loves his he loves hashtags. Premier League's corrupt. He says, that wasn't me who said that. Frankie says, uh, pied my question. Cheers. No, we didn't, mate. We covered it earlier. Pat Ritchie, we'll cover it again. Pat Ritchie, the councillor. Um, put, put a letter in, Liam. It's good to see support from local councillors, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. I've heard some conflicting things over the case over the course of this process. Very early on, I was told that that it really would be a game changer for the city in terms of the investment that came in from the Rubens um, yeah. and from PPP and the whole group as, as a whole. Um, i would since heard that, that there wasn't um, an amazing amount of excitement from within the council that it was going to be the game changer. I heard that maybe a couple of weeks back. But given the fact that it was going to be any money, the council... In these circumstances, everybody's cash-strapped, whether it be a local government, central government, or, or just us with our cash in our pockets. Um, they would have taken that money, um, and I think I think that they'll be they've got a reason to feel quite um, quite paid off. Really, that that there's not going to be anything of that nature coming. Even though I don't think it was going to be Man City transformative. But I do believe it was going to be it was going to be considerable the investment and, and they've outlined the kind of figures that they were going to spend. Um, it would I mean, Man City's been ten years; they've spent probably about a billion or a billion and a half Abu Dhabi in that in that city. Um, and it wasn't going to be anywhere near that. Um, not initially in the first medium short or medium term, but but no, I, I I think it's really positive. Every angle that we can attack this from, whether it be as you say, uh, Newcastle Council. Whether it be journalists, whether it be fans, whether it be people like yourself, see, we can all we gonna all fight the good fight. Let's let's get with let's get some change and let's try and try and push together and, and and get something worthwhile out of this because we've all you've got to think we've all given a lot of this. We haven't given any yeah. money like the three uh, buyers have or, or Mike Ashley even with his legal fees. We haven't given money over, but we're, I've invested a lot of a lot of my hopes. I've invested a lot of my dreams, uh, my efforts. Um, sleepless nights over this kind of thing, working in this industry. Um, I, had long,
0: I had long hair.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure you did, but, uh, I'm losing. I'm, <laughs> so I'm, brushing, I'm brushing over a little penalty spot here, so uh, it's only getting worse. For me, I cover
1: it
0: with a shemach. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Graham Dougal says, would you take relegation and a PIF-led buyout in the, in, uh, in the EFL? Promoter clubs don't have to pass the Premier League test and the EFL test seem to be very easy to pass. He's obviously going on about the Wigan the Wigan scenario. Um crazy wasn't it Liam?
2: Yeah, it's 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 a really difficult one. I've have had a number of people come with this uh, this scenario to me and it's just an impossible decision. Um I probably would go through the pain of a relegation to have a change of ownership, but I I really feel that it's a big roll of the dice because to me, even though Newcastle United have bounced back up twice under Mike Ashley very quickly, it can become the wilderness. This football club's experienced that before, where once you spend one, two years out of there, you can it can quickly turn into three or four. And a lot of clubs have Middlesbrough close to us, Sunderland are experiencing that now. And, and they're all there is a massive risk with dropping out of a division, even if you've got somebody, a rich owner, coming in. Because you see clubs in the championship, the money that they spend now is incredible. You see a club like Derby, that the debts they've ran out ran up in recent years just trying to get in. They can't even get in the playoffs year-on-year. So, to me, it's a really tough call. Um, but, yeah, I probably would. To be honest, I probably would drop out of the division if it meant that we are going to have uh, a new brew.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes, Al-Walid is on Twitter. It's uh, LW underscore Newcastle. So, if you want to follow him, follow him on there. Al-Walid, go for it. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, I don't think, uh, I don't believe PIF will... Uh, Will invest in another country in UK except Newcastle. Okay. If Newcastle, uh, yeah. If Newcastle being uh, the deal takeover will not happen, they will go for another league. Okay, that's fair enough. Good, good answer. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I I have a message in Arabic for a petition. If you allow me later. Please do. Yes, please do. Go for it, Al Walid. Yeah, it's in Arabic. It's just to explain how important the petition is. It is okay. Go. Okay. I. 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 على I. Newcastle United, I. 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 في في yeah. good stuff thank you mate excellent
0: Thanks. and hopefully that will get a few more thousand uh signatures from saudi arabia and those uh other uh people who want to support us out there bishop uh, Sorry, we didn't get your question earlier. You he says, "Have they officially pulled out of the deal?" We don't really know Liam. Do we? it's a question we've I think we've been asked, and nobody really knows whether they have or not.
2: No, they hadn't as of Thursday and Friday. But whether that's the case now is another thing altogether. Um, if they haven't, it, it may it really makes it intriguing because then the, everything is still in play. There's no need for for renewed tests. There's no need for renewed uh, deposits. There's no need for any kind of delay, the Premier League would still be in a case where everything is still on their table and they would have to make a decision. So fingers crossed they haven't because uh, the statement, to me, there's been some conjecture online. Yes, of course, the statement was a pull-out, but it wasn't official. It's a bit like me saying to oh, all my mates, so I'm not going to buy that house anymore. doesn't mean I've actually pulled out of the deal. So I think I think you've got to tell the official bodies. And if there hasn't been an official word to the Premier League, then, then I do think um, everything's still in play.
0: Yeah, Brandon, I don't really know the answer to your question. Um, you know, hopefully it will, but nobody can give you an answer to that, I don't think. Um, Damien, well, there's a lot of pie on yet. And I hate people think we're pieing questions, but the questions come thick and fast, and we've got to be selective. Uh, Damien, did you pie my question? Popped out to grab someone from the car. Is the AGM on, AGM on Thursday significant? It's another Premier League meeting, Damien. Um, is it significant? I'm not sure. Um, you know, I've got to be perfectly honest. It'll be interesting to see how things pan out with it. Whether it's significant or not, only time will tell. Uh, Nicholas, thanks very much. He bought every boy's dream. Liam was one of the first. Uh, there we go. I'm back again. I'm back again. Uh, Stephen Grossman said, "I agree with what you said earlier, and I quoted it exactly the same. I do believe Mike Ashley could ironically be the key to this deal going through. He always gets his own way, uh, after all. Uh, lots of re- lots of support coming in for you guys as well. Um, lots of people saying that they've enjoyed the show. Al uh last last comment from from you to Newcastle fans for this week.
1: Uh, for Newcastle fan. Yeah. Uh, I hope to. uh, We are happy to be united together. Let's try to.
0: Let's try to make a difference. Good stuff, thank you, Liam. Um, great to have you on again, mate. And uh, we'll just have to keep watching, won't we? Lots of people asking, is it going to go through? Have the pull out? Um, you know, we don't want to give people false hope. Um, you know, we're in a different situation. We're in a different ballpark, aren't we? To last week, we were still hopeful it was going to go through. We were thinking we we're going to get an answer quite quickly, but unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, we're still waiting. But I suppose at least there's not a ticking clock now.
2: Yeah, it was a weird kind of thing because. It didn't hit me emotionally initially on Thursday. It took a little time for that to happen. But I've got to be honest, the first emotion that I felt, and this might sound totally strange, was, was a little bit of certainty, a little bit of relief in some ways because that clock wasn't ticking anymore. Obviously, yeah. then the emotion of it really is that this could have been transformative is the last chance for many people of a different generation. They feel to, to have a, a transformative uh, owner at the football club. And that emotion did hit me through the weekend. I had a few days off had time to digest the whole thing and it it, it was a tough thing to take, but we've got to just, we've got to just stick together. We've got to just um, fight for everything. Um, There's no, there's not many things that can go wrong now because we know that they've pulled out. So any, any positive from now, any, any, um, sort of little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, we've just got to jump on them. We've just got to hope. Um, Don't build your hopes up too much. People pin their mental health a lot on football, I get that, I really get it, but we've just all got to try and stay calm, level-headed, um, take a step back if it's getting too much for you, um, and just, it'll happen if it's going to happen, um, we all hope it'll happen, as you guys do out there, but we can't make it happen, we can only do a little bit, so fingers crossed it does, but um, at least, like you said, Steve, we're not, we're not all sitting here waiting for waiting for that moment when it just clicks on the sky ticker tape, which it did last Thursday. At least we're not waiting for that moment anymore. And any step in the right direction can be positive. If it's a no, it's a no. At least we know it's probably going to be one because they pulled out. Um, So I think there's a certainty there that's allowed allowed me to move on mentally. And hopefully it's had that effect on a lot of people out there as well.
0: Just give a plug to your other podcasts Liam obviously you work at the Shields Gazette but you do other stuff, where can people catch you and uh, just, just give it a quick plug before we finish
2: So we're going to do a, a podcast tomorrow and it'll probably be along this, these sort of lines, it's at uh, Mouth of the Time Pod on uh, Twitter and um, you can catch that across all the usual channels, Acast, um, Spotify all these places, And um, but also I'd like to say if you like what I say here, you like the kind of thing that I do, um, it's really important that journalism doesn't come for free I know it has for a long time I'll be honest in the over the years I haven't paid for a lot of it um but really to, for me to continue doing the things that I do and everybody in in, in um, the Shields Gazette Sunday network group maybe you've got to pay for it unfortunately and you can get it you can, you can get um two months for a pound a month um, but subscribe you'll see it on my um you'll see it on my uh my Twitter feed I'm going to put it at the top of there tonight um, and just, just help out because you don't get journalism for free. Um, any, any kind of comment, uh, story, investigation, all that has to be paid for, and uh, someone's got to pay me wages. So at least help us out a bit. Eh?
0: Yeah, good stuff, mate. Great stuff. Thanks for coming on again, guys. Uh, Alwede, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get you on next week. And good luck with your show. And as I say, people can follow you at Lw underscore uh, Newcastle. But thanks for coming on, guys. Good to see you. Yeah, thank and- you,
1: gentlemen. Thank you. Cheers,
0: lads. I'm going to go now and get some Casper.